0: Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Arcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM.
1: Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Neyarkos. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning, Jim. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. and doing great. It's a great day. Another great show. Another great guest. But, you know, I'm just... uh uh, pretty excited about what's going on here at at uh, extra 106 point three FM I mean uh, the this all star lineup here we got you know Neil bortz has come over the talk master Kim Peterson the kimmer's come over here i mean it's it's unbelievable every morning from six to nine the morning extra with on tug giving people the straight the straight story on what's going on in the country right now
2: yeah not a lot of straight stories Jim
1: but no, well, no uh, there's not, they will not hear here. St- no there's not a lot of straight stories but and anyway we got an incredible guest guest this week and we're going to talk a little bit about the health club industry, Dan. I love it. You know, everybody you know, likes to say they're into health, and uh, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of different gyms, a lot of different health clubs. But we have somebody here who can clear up some of the some of the confusion and maybe guide our audience on making a good consumer decision, save money, not get ripped off and get into a situation they don't want to be in. So we're very proud to have with us here Mr. Byron Gatewood of Fitness 1440. Uh, Brian, Byron, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show.
3: Jim, Dan, thanks for having me on. It's it's great to be here. It's always fun to be on the radio. Uh, I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, well we're glad to have you and, and and you know, I, I I was looking at your website, reading your bio. I mean, you've got an incredible, you've you, you've had an incredible life so far, a life of service and uh, um, experience. And just give us, give our audience a a, a bio on yourself. Uh, you know, the history of Byron. Gatewood, and also eventually how you got into the health club industry.
3: Sure, yeah, thanks. Uh, so my, I'm Byron Gatewood. My wife's Ashley Gatewood. We have four kids. Uh, we're East Cobbers. Uh, came to East Cobb sort of via a circuitous route through the Army. I spent 20 years uh, in the Army. Most of that was on active duty. I, I'm an intelligence officer by training and by trade. None of that has anything to do with the health club or the fitness industry apart from getting up in the morning and doing PT and making that a part of my lifestyle for years and years. Uh, when we settled in East Cobb, I came here to, uh, to work in investment banking. I was doing mergers and acquisitions for a big bank in Buckhead, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and trying to make a lot of money, trying to you know be the, the world beater there, and just not enjoy myself. And so I, I left banking after a while and spent some time kind of figuring out what I wanted to do next. Uh, we had started a little travel company with my wife, Uh, based on kind of the accumulated knowledge of living in Europe for several years while I was in the Army. Mm. And, uh, And I was like, well, she's really enjoying that. That's a lot of fun. That's a passion project. What can I do that I'm passionate about? And I started kind of going through some things and I ultimately ended up Uh, working with and running a little nonprofit for a while, and I bought a gym, you know, because that's that's a big part of my life and my lifestyle. I'm sure we'll talk about that more. But uh, but yeah, I just wanted to help people be healthy. I'm not a doctor. I didn't want to go to medical school, but I I feel like this is, you know, preventive maintenance on the body is a great way to extend life, to improve life, and to just make people feel good.
1: Fantastic.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with all those things, especially on, on the gym side. I think people don't really realize what the gym can do for you, not just your body, but for your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually becomes even more important. And, uh, you know, all the different things as you go through life and you get older, right? If you want to keep doing the things you like doing, you better make sure you're in good shape. You better make sure your flexibility is good. You, you, uh, you, you just, if you keep yourself moving, you're going to keep on moving.
1: Well, how is Fitness 1440, how is that different than, than other health clubs and gyms for people who may not be familiar with Fitness 1440?
3: So uh, Fitness 1440 is part of a, a franchise, and, and there's several of them around kind of the North Atlanta area. And they're, it's not quite a national name yet, but there are a good number of them. And ours in particular is really a full-service gym. You know, there's a pool, there's childcare, there's group fitness, cardio, free weights, machines, kind of the whole thing, just the whole gamut. It's not a, not a boutique gym. It's not a, a a specific thing that only does maybe one type of exercise or something like that. So there's something for everybody in there. And beyond that, there's no pretense. You know, I think people go into the gym or more often don't go to the gym thinking it's going to be a certain way or a mm-hmm. certain, and we've got you know, full blown meatheads. We've got a lot of seniors that come in, uh, and and really everything in between. Folks trying to get their their you know their their post baby weight off or, or whatever it is. There's it's a it's a really good breadth of clientele, uh, kind of across the fitness and age spectrum.
1: So it's been a good fit for you. It was a good good decision for you to go in that direction.
3: You know, uh, my wife and I started the travel business and and bought the gym at about the same time. And then the world fell apart. Uh, and so I ended up kind of going through the fire as a small business owner in the era of COVID. And moreover, as a small business owner, you know, running a travel company where people couldn't travel and a, a fitness center that caters largely, and, you know, 30 or 40 percent of our, our clientele is seniors. Right. And and so it was tough, you know, and we're really just getting back, just getting rebuilt, uh, getting folks in the door and and keeping things going, but uh, but it was a lot of hard lessons learned from a small business owner perspective for that first year and a half. You know,
1: right? Almost, that right, right? Right? Well, you know all about that, Dan. Right?
2: Well, I did. You know, it was crazy on our end. You know, we had a, a busier years we'll ever have. But you know, when it, when you first were thinking about what's going on, mm-hmm. I mean, man, I didn't know if we were going to mm-hmm. get shut down. I didn't know what was happening. I remember having that talk with my guys. Listen, you better make this paycheck count because I don't know know what what the next one's going to be. You know, after this, but um, you know, I always thought about that too. From the gym, shutting the gyms down, and then this kind of goes back to a lot of the craziness that's just going on in this world right now. But you know, that that whole time, the information Mm -hmm. that was there for everybody was you need to lose weight, right? Because of COVID, you know Mm -hmm. that that get your exercise, your lungs. I mean, these you. The last place that should have been shut down was a gym, but yep. yeah, that's exactly what the they did. The
3: number one comorbidity for COVID and most other diseases yeah. is mm-hmm. obesity. Yep. You know, and, and the gym is the cure for obesity.
2: Yep. Yeah, I it, mean, that's, it, it,
3: that's your vaccine right there for obesity.
2: Well, that's right. And then, I, I, you know, I mean, they lie. But of course, you know, you're like eight times more likely to die, right? If, if you're obese from, yeah. from COVID. But really, you can go across the board and you could talk about having a heart attack mm-hmm. or you could have cancer mm-hmm. or anything else, right? Diabetes.
1: Orthopedic problems.
0: Yeah, your yeah, knees, your absolutely. hips, yeah. your shoulders, yeah. and, everything.
2: And, and, and just did not even talk about that was just, you know, just more of the lies mm-hmm. that we've kind of unfortunately had to deal with over uh, the last couple of years. Um, as far as joining a health club, if somebody is out there just asking themselves why or what kind of gym should I join, mm-hmm. why should they join your gym or how should they look in general, right? Not everybody's mm-hmm. going to be in proximity to your gym, but you know, just looking at gyms or whatever, yeah. you know, what are we supposed to be looking for to make sure that it's going to be a good fit for you?
3: So one of the key components of fitness at any age, at any ability level, one of the key components of fitness is variety. And and so as a, as a consumer, if I'm looking for a place to work out, I want a place where I can do a lot of things. You know, there are boutique gyms now where you just go in and they have rowing machines. It's a rowing gym. Well, that's great, but every gym has rowing machines, you know? Uh, and so to limit your... And those gyms are typically more expensive than kind of a, a full service uh, gym. And so going into a place where you can... You can break in in group classes where you're being told how to stretch and what to do and, and being guided through things. If you're an absolute beginner all the way up through power cleans and deadlifts, you know, and you want a place where you can really grow with your fitness level as you learn and as you get in better shape. And so that's that's what I would look for, you know, and, and that's frankly why I own the gym that I own is because it's, it's the kind of place that caters to everyone, kind of everything to everyone at every level. Uh, You know, after a good hard workout, getting in the pool and and getting some stretching done in the water is really helpful. You know, so there's a there's a lot of stuff that you can do in a gym that offers everything that that just really helps.
1: Well, You know what I noticed, Dan, when I when I when I walk into a gym or a health club. And I I I go to fitness fourteen forty not as often as I should but I go there. What I notice is is the cleanliness, cleanliness and hygiene is very important to people when they choose a health club. Don't you think?
2: Well, it is. I mean, that's, there's there's diseases and things like that that you and everybody's can get. Everybody's sweating. I mean, or everybody's
1: touching all the equipment. You know, they, it it's constant. Just constant mm-hmm. working to keep everything clean, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Talk, talk, tell us yeah. about that.
3: So, and that's more now than ever as people are, you know, more conscious of mm-hmm. of you know health factors and stuff. So that was as we uh, survived COVID and and made some cuts and trim things and did stuff with our staff and had to get creative. The one place where I didn't cut was you know the morning cleaning, keeping things up, keep things fresh. And the first investment I made in the gym was to replace the water fountains of all things. Uh, took out the old like elementary school water fountains and put in the bottle filling stations where you don't have to touch anything. You know, yeah, you just put it cool. under there, it's got the sensor, it fills you up and you haven't traded germs with any of your friends. So that was, you know, and and it's that just, I mean, that was a, a simple thing. It wasn't necessarily a cheap thing, but it was a simple thing to, to signal that we're doing what we can, we're keeping things, you know, keeping things clean and safe. Because that is one of the first things. People look at the, the state of the equipment, they look at, you know, new equipment and renewed stuff and then they look around, is this place clean? And and Fitness 1440 is kind of a cool place because it's a, a community gym. You know, it's been there for a lot longer than it's been called Fitness 1440. And uh, and so a lot of the membership kind of take ownership. You know, like like they, it's been their gym for eight, 10 years and it was mom's gym before that or whatever, you know. And so so we have a good citizenry mm-hmm. who clean up after themselves and generally take care of things.
2: Well, I know that's... That there's a lot more to just than spraying things down and uh, oh, yeah. and wiping them off when you when you when you talk about that stuff and again you're 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 walking around in locker rooms and things like that with your bare feet so um, nobody wants to even if it isn't clean nobody wants to think that it's not clean right I mean you you, you certainly want the appearance and then of course keep it clean um, what are some of the misconceptions about the gym and, and and in general
3: yeah so I would say the the biggest thing uh misconceptions about kind of the, the industry are that gyms are for fit people. You know, gyms are gyms are for the healthy, you know, the the beautiful people. Yeah, exactly. You know, like to go to the gym, you have to be ripped up in six pack abs and bikini bodies or whatever it is. And that's not it at all. You know, it's, it's, it's like, it's a hospital. It's, it's, you go there because you need to work. And, uh, and, and so I think a lot of people stay out of the gym. Because they feel self-conscious or there's some, you know, some self-body shaming or whatever. They, so they just don't get better because they don't come in and, and get better. I think that's a, a, a real key to it is, is the willingness to put yourself out there and to, to go get healthy and take care of yourself.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, people look, it doesn't matter uh, what weight level you are. You know, you see everybody in the gyms. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So we're up against a break here. Yeah, time's going by quick here. We're here with Byron Gatewood of Fitness 1440 talking about health clubs and gyms and all the things you need to know right here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be right
0: back after this break
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3.
1: Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus, and we're here this week with Byron Gatewood of Fitness 1440, one of our local health clubs. And uh, on, on the at the end of the last uh, segment, we were talking about some of the misconceptions about your industry. You want to continue to expound on that, Byron?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the key things we saw during COVID was cancellations because people had gotten a Peloton or they had, they had set up their home gym and and I think the, the misconception there is that the only thing you're getting with a gym membership is access to equipment. You know? But there's, there's really a lot more than that. You end up with a little bit of a community because you work out when you work out, which means you see the same people because they work out when they work out. And so you get to know folks and you ask for a spot and you, you have little conversations and it motivates you through a workout. You know, there's something about the ritual of getting your stuff together and heading to the gym because once you're there, you're there and you're going to push through a workout. I've got a, a, a little gym set up in my home, uh, in my garage as well at home, and that's great and it's convenient, but I can quit anytime I want. You know, and I haven't committed to driving five minutes and getting someplace. And now I'm here and I have to get my workout in. I go out there and I get stretched out and say, I don't feel like it. And and I go back and I get a snack and go to the basement, you know? So I think, I think there's more to a gym membership than merely access to equipment. Uh, and I, and I've told people that as they cancel and they'll say, oh, I got the bike or I got that mirror thing, or, or, you know, I set up a home gym and I was like, okay, so who's going to spot you when you go heavy? Uh, well, so then you're not going to go heavy. You're not going to push to your limit because you're not going to have a buddy there to watch your back. You know who's gonna who's gonna shoot you a text if you don't show up for a week. You know it's not the person you normally talk to at the water fountain. It's nobody. You know there's a there's a motivational factor. There's a community factor. There's a lot to just going to the gym that you miss if the gym becomes you know your garage or whatever. It's yeah. an environment. It is. It's, it's, it's the ritual of it, the environment of it, the community of it's it. It's a culture. Mm-hmm.
1: It can,
2: right? I, Listen, I think it's all those that are great points, and I just think about myself. And, you know, when I was younger, I was in and out of there, you know, as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have time to talk. I, you know, if I was yeah. going to get a workout on it and I had to go. But, I, you know, these last eight or ten years, um, you know, just amazing. I've got, I've got an eight-year-old, seven-year-old just, I mean, they've grown up. At my gym, they, you know, they're 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 seeing what I'm doing, right? So that's a that's that's a good lesson for them. But, you know, they're going and they like to go to the gym. And then once I get to the gym, right, I've I've met so many friends through the gym. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I can't I can't imagine life without these guys, right? And it's the same thing. You're looking forward to seeing. Them. You're looking forward to talking to them every day. Um, there's just so much. There's so much more, especially if you've got a, a complete gym like you have. It's not just the you know the basic i i I've, I've got that equipment at my house too i'm exactly the same right. way i mean i've got nice stuff i really don't need to necessarily go anywhere but man that just keeps me regular mm-hmm. when i when i get to that gym and and i'm going there every day um it's nice to have that gym down there if you just need you you only yeah. can get 30 minutes i mm-hmm. mean if you're lucky enough to have that at your house but mm-hmm. in general i'm going to go to the gym every single time that i that i can um when i've got that time so I think that's definitely a big point. And, and you'll be surprised at how many people you meet at the gym just casually. Um, you may have seen them yep. a thousand times, but then just one day you're going to bump mm-hmm. into them or you're going to talk to them, and who knows, you might talk to them every single time you get to the gym after
1: so that. So what you're saying, Dan, there's a social aspect to it, too. There is a it's real like... social
2: aspect. I think that's 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 a really big deal Is is the social part of it. If you're at a good gym, too, again, mm-hmm. I think there's some that are – You know, probably not really set up for a whole lot of that, but like you said, these same people, right? We're 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 creatures of habit. We're all going at that same time. So you're gonna see the same people over and over again.
1: Well, you know, in in, in in a type of culture we have now, where everybody's uh, on their internet with texting and email and videos and that kind of thing, we tend to be more isolated than ever before. And the gym forces you to interact with human beings, have that human interaction, which is is very healthy mentally and emotionally. Would you agree, Byron?
3: I would absolutely. Yeah, I I think, and you know, you are in a place where you are. You're a little vulnerable you know you're in shorts and a tank top maybe you know you're already kind of putting yourself right. out there you're pushing yourself physically you got to ask for help hey can you spot me with this or can I work in with you or, or you know little things like that that are just that are not a big deal but it just all goes toward sort of personal human flourishing which is why I own a gym in the first place to help people make their lives better yeah you, know,
1: you, now, know, you I, know I have I have a question here you know the machines uh, things change all the time new machines come out, new exercise machines. Of course, there's a lot of wear and tear on the existing machines, So there's quite an investment in maintaining these machines and changing these out for the most current equipment, because that's what your clientele expects, right?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, the the capital expenditures uh, for owning a gym are significant. You know, those machines are not cheap. Gym quality machines are not cheap. So you know, once you get stuff in there, preventive maintenance is key, you know, keeping things going uh, when you know, listening to customers, hey, the, the treadmill squeaks a little bit or the, you know, this or that isn't lighting up or whatever it is, you know, so so getting ahead of things before a small problem becomes a big problem is, is key. And then in terms of, there are always new machines, there are also, you know, dumbbells are never going away, you know? Right, right. You know? And so some of that stuff you can just count on, you know, the 45 pound plates that I've got, you know, if my great grandchildren own this gym, it'll be the same forty five pound plates <laughs> because they never go bad. They don't expire. Uh but you know, all of the cables and belts and the little widgets that run those those whether it's the weight machines or the cardio machines or whatever, yeah, you gotta you gotta replace those. That's general wear and tear. And, I,
2: I well I was gonna say gym yeah. too. i I've been to many different gyms and I'm gonna tell you what, that's very frustrating when the stuff doesn't work, or they got multiple mm. machines down. I mean, that is really the
1: upholstery's got a rip in
2: it.
3: Well, you just yeah.
2: feel like you're paying money for those, yeah. right? Nice. And, and, well, and if things aren't working, that that yeah. that, that causes yeah. some problems. I
3: actually, I got in a little bit of trouble a little while back. Uh, our incline bench, you know, the just the adjustable incline uh, bench for for dumbbell use, you know, broke. It just broke, and I was like, that's fine. You know, they're not that expensive. I'll and I, I wanted to get a good one. And uh, so I go and and there just weren't. This is kind of the story of twenty twenty two. There just weren't any available. You couldn't get them anywhere. Don't get Dan started. Byron. Everything was back ordered. There were supply <laughs> chain issues everywhere. And I was like, how? And the only stuff I could find was junk. You know, I I could find ready made, ready to ship tomorrow. Just and I didn't want to put junk in my gym. Right. For one, because I I'm, I'm I'm on the I'm on the line for it if it breaks. You know. Yeah. But also, I just didn't want that to reflect on me. So there was a little bit of a stretch of time where kind of an important piece of equipment was just missing from the gym. And they let me know, uh, my members let me know. And I was like, I know I got it. I'm trying. And, and so we, you know, we got one in and, and crisis averted, but, uh, but yeah, you know, folks, folks use equipment. They want equipment. They need a variety uh, of things to work out with, or you just, you know, you could use the home gym. It's hard. It's another thing kind of a hit against the home gym is it's really difficult to have a wide variety in a home gym and, and a gym like mine promises variety. And when I wasn't able to offer something for a little while, I, uh, I knew it was a problem. I was, I was informed.
2: Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of little things, little cushions and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm sure you know oh, yeah. better than anybody, right? Yeah. I mean, all the little things and mm-hmm. you got certain people that just like that yeah. yep. certain thing. And if you don't have that or you only have one of them and someone's right. using it, it, people aren't happy. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've really got to you got to make sure you're making everybody mm-hmm. happy. Um, you know, I've always believed that when you goals in general and life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, with people aren't setting goals or they're, they're, they're not achieving goals. Mm-hmm. And I think with the gym, it's the same type of thing, right? If people are, are, are setting goals, there's, there's a, a much better chance or there's some level of chance, right? For success. Mm-hmm. I, can you talk a little bit about the fitness goals? And
3: absolutely, especially starting out, you know, uh, especially starting out now, now, I don't think that's for everyone. I don't have personal fitness goals. My, my stuff is generally maintenance. You know, every now and then for summer, I want to put on a couple of extra pounds or something just to bulk up a little bit if I'm going to be at the pool. But for most folks, especially people starting out, goals are hugely important. And it's really important to not set goals that are too far out of reach. You want you want aspirational goals, but you want what in the Army we call process goals as well. You know, you like you know, if your goal, if, if somebody goes to the gym and they want to lose 150 pounds, well, that's great, but you're not going to see that over the course of the next month or two, you know? So you want process goals. You want five pounds. You want to be able to do this or get, you know, you want to, you want to have those little check marks along the way to your ultimate goal. So I think goal setting is great and it's a great motivator and it pushes people. But if your goals are too far out of reach in the near term, it can be destructive as well you know, it can be a demotivator.
2: Yeah. I think, I think the point you made too, right. I mean, you can, you can, you can set two goals that are just too strenuous. That'll make it easy to quit. And then mm-hmm. you also can set goals that really, you, you, you haven't pushed yourself very right. hard. So you're right. not going to get much out of it. So it's somewhere in in it's, the middle. There. Yeah.
3: And, and those big, those big long-term goals to, to really, you know, especially because we'll have a couple of folks come in who say, you know, look, I'm, I weigh, you know, 300 and XX pounds or whatever. I need to, you know, doctor says I need to basically cut my body weight in half almost, you know? And if they come in and they work out for six weeks and they haven't done it, but that's their only goal, they're going to be like, I just quit. You know, and they haven't started to feel any results. Uh, But if you set those process goals, like, Hey, in the next three months, I want to lose this many pounds, you know, by Christmas, I want to lose this many inches. And you, you set yourself up for success like that along the way, At some point you realize you've exceeded your long term goal, which is which is which is an awesome feeling. I've gotten to see people do that, you know, who uh, who have lost 100 plus pounds and kept going, you know, and now they now they want that, you know, that whether it's that swimsuit body or they want to do whatever they want to do next, uh, because they they got to what they thought was the mountaintop and we're like, oh, I think I can do more.
2: Yeah, I think the other part of this, too, which is a big part, is your nutrition, your diet. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you can't just get to the gym and keep eating the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will you might have some success, but you'll never achieve you, yeah. your level of success you want. And I think that's the consistency. And I, I think for some people that's harder than going to the gym.
3: For me, it's much harder than going to the gym <laughs> yeah. uh, because I like going to the gym and I hate eating properly. I'm the same way. We've got <laughs> folks. We've got folks kind of on staff who can help with... You know nutrition and 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 meal plans and stuff like that. Uh, for me, I will just go to the gym more. I will just work harder because I'm never gonna be like, you know what? I'd like a salad, or I, you know, give me the baked and not the fried chicken, or whatever. Like I'm just not that guy, and so I know the trade off for me is just always having to work harder. And most people won't do that, <laughs> like they just won't. Right. And uh, and so there has to be some. There has to be some give and take with with meal time and and food decisions, uh, because it is it's a balance. You know, it's 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 the the work and the effort that you put in and some discipline and decision making in the kitchen.
2: I think some age too. I've noticed myself where I kind of had to make that decision. Oh yeah, which I made this year too. It was just what I used to do just wasn't enough, and there were some things with my diet I had to do. I just couldn't overwork it and, and get this stuff off anymore. Yeah. I had to make some of those diet Welcome decisions. to my world.
1: <laughs> anyway, what about these special introductory offers? Are they legitimate or bait and switch?
3: Jim, I have to be 100% honest with you. Mm-hmm. They're all bait and switch. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, that mean, was a quick answer, Dan. <laughs> they, you know, any company, uh, it costs a certain amount right. to serve a customer. Right. And if a company gives you an offer where it's costing them more money to serve you than they're bringing in, You know, if it Mm -hmm. if it costs me fifteen bucks a month to serve a customer and I give you an offer that's ten bucks a month, I'm only willing to lose five dollars a month to have you on board for so long. And those are just numbers I pulled out of my head. Eventually I gotta double back and not only make money, but make back money that I that I I gave away on Mm -hmm. customer acquisition there. So, uh, so yes, they're all bait and switch. I don't do any of them. I don't have the energy for it. I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I'm too honest or too lazy to deal with that sort of thing. The price is the price. Uh, and, and, you know, at at fitness 1440, you come in, you, you join for a year, you pay up front or you pay as you go. If you pay up front, you save a little bit, but it's all at once. And, and the price never changes. There's never that, you know, Tuesday kids eat free kind of stuff. It just is what it is. Right cuz it's straightforward I don't have to keep making flyers it's just easier that way you know and sometimes folks want to oh well, what if I do this or uh eh, no like just it just it just the price is the price right. and it's and it's a, and it's a fair price it's a good trade
1: does that work well for it you it
3: does it seems to and it's not confusing people uh you know people typically respond well to it some folks always want a deal you know they always want a deal and that's fine um Mm, Nah, it doesn't. But if they if the same folks, though, if they know it doesn't go on sale like like we don't do that, we don't do massive membership drives where we where we take a loss on somebody for six months, uh, knowing that we can double the price later, we'll have some attrition's we but 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 we'll make more on the back end with other people. It just feels it feels duplicitous. And it's not really my style as a person. So I prefer not to. Those to run people, the that way. though,
2: they're just gonna. As soon as you raise them up, they're gonna take off anyway. That's right?
1: what I, I was mean, gonna say. They're the not kind of really making an is. investment in their health. These right. ten dollars a month people, right? Yeah. They're gonna be gone anyway,
2: right? I I would imagine whether it's
1: ten dollars I mean, a month or or not, they're still gonna not yeah. come to. The, no, they,
2: they they won't. <laughs> and I I also believe the other part about a gym too that it has to be convenient for you. Um, if it is not convenient for you and you're driving too far, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could end up being a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, the better your gym is, right. People might go a little bit further for sure, but, but location is huge. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being in the community is a big deal. You know, there are so many gyms. It's a big industry. It's a crowded industry. And so, you know, folks have options. Um, if they want the cheapest possible option, that's Okay. If if that's what their fitness level is worth to them, because the cheapest the cheapest option in the industry is I know it it's not a great option you know it's it's a it's a uh not a great gym. Uh, there are more expensive options that are a little fancier and have you know concierge service. A lot of those are kind of in the Buckhead area and mm-hmm. that's cool too. Uh, that's not really what we do. We're a little more blue collar, but uh, but it's a good place with cool community uh, where you can learn and work and and get better well you guys have over the
1: years you've developed kind of a neighborhood type health club neighborhood absolutely right you guys are very community oriented type of yeah you probably got members that have been there for years right i do
3: and you know what i i I was i was at the front i wasn't working the front desk i think i was just grabbing a bottle of water or something and uh this guy beeped in probably 25 years old something like that um he beeped into the gym and I had seen him around before, but I had never really talked to him too much. But when he, he scanned his card, you know, at the computer that your picture comes up and the picture that came up was like an eight year old child. And I was like, buddy, is this you? And he said, yeah, I've been a member for a long time. I was like, let's get you a new picture, you know, but just, I mean, (laughs) you know, he he had been coming with his parents since he was a little bitty guy. Right. And he was like home from college at this point, you know? And so, so it's a, it's a cool place because like I said, you know, at that point, people start to take ownership of it, you know, and if there's to the point where, you know, there's a paper towel on the floor, people pick it up and throw it away, you know, and that's, I, I have seen that not be the case at most gyms. Most places, people are kind of doing their own thing, focused in their own world. And, uh, in our little gym, there's a, a pretty good, a pretty good subset of the the clientele who, who really feel like that's part of their, their lifestyle. It's not just a what gym. A,
1: what about hours? Are hours important? Have hours become important? Like uh,
3: absolutely, twenty four yeah.
1: hours or uh, talk about that. So,
3: later. you know, a a big part of the appeal for for us at Fitness fourteen forty is the fact that we are a twenty four hour gym. You know, we've got we've got staff at the desk uh, nine to seven most days, but then uh, for members twenty four hour access and. And there are people there 24 hours a day, you know, whether it's, you know, swing shift at a hospital or or whatever it might be. You know, we've got folks coming and going all night long. And, you know, if you're at the gym at two thirty in the morning, that's because that's your workout time and your options actually become a lot more limited. It's a crowded industry, but not at two thirty in the morning. And so. uh, So, yeah, it's, it's valuable to be able to serve people all around the clock.
2: You know, the other thing I think about gyms, too, is, you know, we were talking about prices a little bit, but, you know, what's it worth if you don't use your membership, right? It's it's overpriced mm-hmm. if you're never going to the gym, but mm-hmm. if you're going there four or five times a week, you know. It's it, a bargain. Everything's you. a bargain, right? Yeah. I mean, and that, that's kind of feel if you can fit into the right gym mm-hmm. and you're going to use it, you know, and you, you like it, then it's, then it's worth it for sure. Um,
1: Well, I was going to ask you about, you know, the health club industry. Historically, uh, some of them have the reputation for high-pressure sales tactics. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the process. Somebody walks in the door. What happens when they come into Fitness 1440?
3: So when you come into Fitness 1440, in all likelihood, you're going to talk to Patty. Patty's my GM. She's been at the club for like 15 years. She She knows everyone who works out there. She knows just about everyone who's ever worked out there. And, uh, and she's, you know, you come in, you kind of tell her what you're interested or what you're thinking. She gives the tour, uh, shows you the back with the pool, shows you the wet area, we call it with the the locker rooms in the pool, takes you through the whole, the whole gym, shows you around the stuff you need to see or the stuff you don't. Childcare, whether you bring, whether, whether it seems like you probably have kids or not, she's going to show you the whole thing. Make sure you fully understand the offerings at Fitness 1440. And then she's going to go through pricing with you and kind of talk about commitments and stuff like that. Uh, And then present you with some other options. You know, like if you want to sign up for some personal training or or what we call like a new member orientation, which is uh, just kind of a one-time hit and a couple of sessions and some instruction and stuff like that with a personal trainer. Uh, Nobody's going to push nobody's going to try to to try to pressure you into anything or tell you oh well you're not going to get results if you don't pay this extra or do this more uh cuz we're there to serve we're there to help we're there to be there for you and uh and that's just that's kind of how i believe in it you know i think folks folks get in the gym if they're motivated to get better they want to learn it shouldn't be a pressure situation you shouldn't make people feel worse than sometimes they already do exactly yeah, you know yeah. they're already putting themselves out there just by coming in um and so So, you know, we try to try to create an atmosphere where people feel like we want them to be successful. And probably some a lot of
1: your existing members are probably your best salespeople.
3: Yeah. Uh, You know, a lot of our a lot of our members, um, you know, bring in friends. A lot of our members actually lately we went through kind of a cycle of renewal where we had a few personal trainers who moved away. And so I had some slots to fill. And some of our members have kind of stepped up and, and gotten certified or become personal trainers. Oh, that's interesting. It really was kind of a cool thing. It really saved me a lot of hassle trying to find personal trainers because uh, they were ready and they, you know, wanted to, to step in and they enjoyed being at Fitness 1440, being around the the gym. So they figured, why not earn a few extra bucks and be here even more? And mm-hmm. so when they started doing that, we started getting another influx of folks coming in because then they were telling their friends, "Oh, by the way, I'm a trainer here now. You should come by." Well, wow, that's pretty cool.
1: It kind of speaks for itself, there, doesn't it, Dan? Well, it does. Like I'm, a testimonial. I,
2: I was thinking about the uh, lack of employees that we're all dealing with right now. Right. I, I wondered if that was another possible problem too. Just, just yeah. literally well, getting somebody hired
3: at the. I mean, at the kind of the height of everything, getting, uh, getting entry level employees to come to work was impossible. You just couldn't do it. You know, they like, entry-level part-time employees were making more to stay at home. And it's hard to compete with that as a...
2: We have found that it's still really hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got got people coming in for interviews with four teeth. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Just really... Yeah, come on. No, I mean, not only do they stiff you, two out of every three just don't show up. I mean, when they go to start, they don't show up for the first day. You know, another guy we had to sit out second day. He he was fired. I mean, it, this is this is mm-hmm. tough times right now. Um, I don't. It, it's like it's like somebody came down um, and just made twenty percent of the people just disappear or something. Yeah, um, it, it
3: is. Yeah, it labor is market's tight.
2: Strange. Mm-hmm. It is. It's actually really weird. It like happening a flash so i know no matter what business we have on here jim i mean we're all we're all dealing with it we're all dealing with
1: the same things everybody's got the same issue yeah absolutely yeah well i i will tell you this um i think it's interesting the the longevity you've had with your health club and we're i know we're up against a break here i'm getting the signal there from flounder but we're you're here listening to all four seasons home show with byron gatewood of fitness 1440 and we'll be right back after this break
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3.
1: Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Arcus and we want to remind you that you can you can access all the past shows on the Extra 106.3 FM website. Right, Dan. There's a variety of topics. There's just a plethora of issues on there, and
2: there. I mean, whatever you want to know about, you can go on there and hear all our shows. And it keeps growing every single week. So, yes, it does. Uh, there is a there is a lot of different things if you're thinking about doing something around the house who knows whatever we we've go over so many different things that it you might be able to get on there and 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 listen to the podcast and right. get some really good information on whatever you're doing
1: Apple Spotify Google get on the podcast there and uh you also access our shows so uh they really uh they they really are a benefit they're very educational and again we want to thank Dan Watkins who has the All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Door Company, who's sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show. Dan, thank you for doing that. Man, hey, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Well, you know, if you're just joining us, I I, I, I hope that you, uh, you've been listening to us. But if you just happen to turn on and uh, hear the All Four Seasons Home Show, we're here with Byron Gatewood of Fitness 1440 talking about all things to do with health clubs. But I want to get a little personal right now, Byron. I, you know, I, I, I've read up about you, and I know you do a lot of work in the community, charitable work, and everything. And I'm, I'm, you got a lot of things going on, and I'm, a, I don't want to, I don't want to let the, uh, uh, the cat out of the bag here. You go ahead and tell, talk to our audience about what's going on in your life.
3: Sure. Until recently, um, I, uh, I was working with a nonprofit called Ventures ATL, and that was sort of my day job. But it's a, it's a really cool organization that creates jobs for adults on the autism spectrum. A, uh, we, I am gonna I start to say we, but I'm not actually affiliated with the, with the nonprofit anymore, which is an important detail. Probably we'll get to that in a second. But, uh, but what they do is they partner with corporate clients mostly around metro Atlanta. And you can think of some pretty big names that we do work with. They do work with. And uh, what they do is data work. You know, a lot of stuff, whether it's Salesforce cleanup or database cleanup, things like that, stuff that would frequently get farmed out offshore to India or somewhere like that. Uh, we find that that our population, the the uh, the uh, the adult autistic population, there's a good number of folks there who have an affinity for this kind of work. Mm, and if you think of, it really is kind of a cool concept. And if you think of sort of the the standard sort of stereotypical uh um, diagnosis, I guess, of autism. That affinity for repetitive tasks, a, a hyper attention to detail, uh, a comfort level with with technology. It makes them great for this monotonous rigor of they data pick, data entry and data migration. That sort of stuff. So
1: called handicap has become
3: an asset. Indeed, indeed, they do great work. And uh, at the same time, it's an or, it's a it's a group of people who don't typically self advocate particularly well in the workforce and typically corporate America has not really found a way to include these folks in kind of the conventional workspace. And so we created an environment where, where they were able to thrive. Uh, I was doing some of the business development and, and with our corporate clients and bringing the work in as well as managing some of the day to day, but it's such a cool organization. It's such a great mission. And uh, and removing some of the stigma and some misconceptions uh, about what folks on the spectrum can do. Because at this point, you know, everybody knows somebody. Everybody's got a son or a, a niece or nephew or a cousin or whatever it is who's on the spectrum. And so starting to remove the stigma about what folks can't do and focus on what they can do was really, really rewarding. Now, your
1: faith, you're a man of faith, and that plays a big role in your life, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: We're my wife and I. Uh, are are really active at Johnson Ferry Baptist, um, which is a a great church and a great community. If anybody's listening and, and needs a church home, uh, come see us. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great place. And, and, you know, it was, I'm, I'm faith driven generally in my life. We, uh, recently brought home our fourth child and, and after having three and being told we were done out of the game, uh, we disagreed and, uh, you know, through a faith journey and and part of this was you know really really personally theologically driven we adopted a child and brought home naveen from india uh that's gosh fantastic. in
2: december that's amazing
1: god bless you that's wonderful and uh you know you you had you had an extensive military career so thank you for your service i appreciate that and the sir you 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 seem to have a life of service and that's uh, now you're going to want to serve in, in yet an, another way, an additional way, a very important way. Why don't you talk about what the latest is here?
3: Sure, and this is why it you know is important that I kind of disassociate myself from the nonprofit that I was working with. Uh, I am currently involved in the Republican primary for the United States Congress, the House of Representatives, for Georgia's sixth congressional district. Uh, early voting's already started, and uh, the primary is May twenty fourth. So that is taken up a lot of my time. Oh, you wear a lot of hats. I do. I do. I'm a busy guy. Well, I will sleep one you. day.
1: Good for you. All right. Wow. Well, Dan, yeah, you got anything else you need to do? <laughs> I, <laughs> when do you more sleep, jobs? Byron?
3: I uh yeah, if there were a few more hours in the day, I may be able to pile something on. But as it is, it's it's pretty much all day every and day. And we're right both now. East Covers, too. So. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: Nice. We're there. We hope hope uh Hope we can keep East Cobb the way it's been for years, which is a great community.
3: But, yeah, it is um, a great community.
2: I know. We can't get into too much of that talk, but let's just circle back just a little bit let's here. Let's talk about I'm, gym some more then. Yeah, yeah, talk a little bit about the gym. But um, what technology has improved or, you know, what what, what are some new things in the, uh, in, the, in the fitness? You know,
3: obviously exercise science has developed. Uh, things have evolved. We know more about the human body than we ever have before. And and so I mean right down to your phone, you know that counts your steps and tells you how active you're being, and you know all of this. Your Apple Watch can tell you to stand up because you've been sitting too long. All sorts of things like that. No. Yeah, right. Um, at the at Fitness 1440, we've got uh, a little device that we offer. Uh, it's just a heart rate monitor that that'll clip across your chest, but it'll display like your calorie burn and your progress. Uh, on on the television screens, you know, in there, that's oh, very some, cool. It's super cool. Some of our members get really competitive. They like to be make sure they're in the top ten list or whatever, you know, and 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 that'll translate to an app that that will recommend exercises and recommend ways that you can you know continually improve. Uh, but that sort of heart health and and that monitoring, is a is a cool thing that you don't have to go get an EKG to find out. You know, you can you can kind of monitor monitor that in real time. You can keep your heart in the various workout zones throughout a workout. So it's you know no more of that jogging and like putting a putting a, a finger on your neck to check your pulse. Like your your watch can do it. Your phone can do it. All right.
1: Now, what about agreements and contracts? How, for,
3: how does Fitness fourteen forty mm-hmm. handle that? As Is, straightforwardly as possible. This again kind of goes back to the bait and switch stuff and the special offer and the, the all of that kind of thing. Like we have two contracts. We got a pay up front and a month to month contract. You know, and, and 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 it depends what people want to do. You know, if right. they want to pay X dollars a month because it's easy and it's cheap and you don't even notice, that's fine. If you want to go ahead and pay for the first year all up front. Right, hey,
1: right, yeah. Hey, listen, you know what? We we get so wrapped up in talking to you, it's so (laughs) interesting. We're going to have you back again, but you had a special for the audience here because we're at the end of our show. What did you What did you mention during the break?
3: Absolutely. You know, if you're listening to this and you're looking for a gym, uh, fitness fourteen forty is over at twenty seven forty five Sandy Plains, and uh, go in and and reference me in this show, and Patty will give you twenty five bucks off of sign up.
2: All right, all right, Dan. Sounds good, right? Absolutely. we got the website, phone number. Yeah.
3: Uh, w- let's go with an email address, fitness1440marietta at gmail.com. Uh, just, uh, you can inquire for more info that way.
2: Right. Well, thank
1: you, Byron Gatewood of Fitness 1440. Good luck with everything you're doing to service the community. Dan, thank you, All Four Seasons Garage and At Your Doors, for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be back next week, every Saturday morning at 9, with more great information and more fantastic guests, courtesy of Dan.
0: Have a great week